And that's how we start the podcast. Good work, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this week's anime podcast. Will we get a little high? Nah, nah, seriously. Nah. I live in England. We, I don't get high. It's illegal here. Um, so Ben's a good boy. Ben's a good boy. Uh, Since when? I'm a naughty boy. <laughs> well, with the anime podcast, it's not going to be... Anyway, welcome to the PlayStation Anime Podcast. This is the Prog Magic Sticker Podcast. Check it out, psu.poppy.com. Remember to go check out psu.com. That's the plug right there. Done it. Um, so, animes. We actually exist. started a podcast like this? Yeah, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> Amazing. Best way to start it. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Continue. That's, that's sneaky start. <laughs> So, well, everyone's hearing everyone right now, and everyone's pretty much the same as every week, but I'll shout out anyone. We've got a Tim, because he hasn't been on for ages. Tim, hey. Woo! How are you doing, Hi. Tim? Okay. I mean, technically, this will be weird, because, we're like, oh, yeah, we haven't seen you for ages. It's been forever, Tim. But, you know, this will also come out before the next one. And then on the next one, we say we haven't seen you for ages, and it'll been like two days. Or in, Hashtag. Yeah, or the same day when we recorded it. <laughs> Uh, so how you been, Tim? Uh, so far, so good, yeah. Have you been watching the animes? Yeah, I got through Helsing. I think you're one of the few of us that did, so congratulations, you win! The fact that you beat it. Gary. Them's triggering words. I will fight you. Oh my god, the cat fight, yes. Mm-hmm. Taking all bets. So, Gary, you're here also. Have, have you had a good I'm weekend here, animes? I had a great weekend full of animes and other such nice. stuff. And Chris, animes? Indeed, I am back. I, I am fully immersed in animes right now. Oh. I am playing Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh, I'm so jealous. I was trying to find my disc. I can't remember where I put it. I while playing Dokken on my phone. And I'm currently sitting in my Goku cosplay on my bed, eating Zensu beans. So, oh, I, I am fully <laughs> immersed in anime this Pictures week. Pictures or it's not real? <laughs> uh, oh, you'll get you guys will get some pictures later. I used to Trust have me. some um, Dragon Ball Z Goku Spirit Bomb candies. They were, were they amazing. just like jawbreakers? Yeah, they were little jawbreakers. <laughs> <They were. laughs> Thanks, thank you, thank you for getting that. Yeah, they were a little box of jawbreakers of Goku's. Like, oh, oh, that's awesome. What <laughs> no, do they taste like? They were just little different, yeah, flavored fruits. Oh, uh, yeah. so that's what a spirit bomb tastes like? Like strawberry, mm, fruity. No, no wonder Freeza hates. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like anything pleasant. I think. I, I mean, you would think like... Boo would have just opened his mouth and swallowed the damn thing. <laughs> well, you know, it, I, there it are many times. Remember, it's, it tastes like fruit. Now, if it had been a giant chocolate ball, maybe. Then Ooh, like candy. Well, now I know what to slather on my penis if I ever want Boo yeah. to put me in his mouth. Wow. Put it in your mouth. Sorry, that's from mouth. Okay, put hang on. Mouth and suck it. I think we need. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Unchained got quite a few stickers as well. Oh, I went nuts All for on Gary. Unchained today. Yeah, and Gary no got like an entire roll of stickers from one sentence. That's, all, that's not even my fault. It was anyway, amazing. Klaus, we missed you too. Hi, how, I'm back. How are you? Are you back from outer space? Yeah, something Yay. like that. How, how Walking in here with that Smile sad look upon my face. <laughs> I'm really glad we didn't change I knew I should have changed that stupid lock. <laughs> I should have thrown away the stupid key. <laughs> anyway, I have also I'm been safe. watching all the animes. Sweet. Including Boruto, which I want I to comment. I watched the Borotos, I, I, yes. I really can't wait to comment. I really can't. I can't wait. It sure was a thing. It sure was a thing. Um, so, I guess we should go straight to... Oh, by the way, we should talk about the um, thing that we were going to talk about last week, but somehow we talked about everything else, but we didn't actually talk about anything last week. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it really was a show about nothing, huh? Yeah. No, we talked about Soul Eater. We Soul yeah. Eated the shit out of the yeah. podcast. That, that was the I, I, had a, that... I had two emotional breakdowns on the yeah. show. It was great. That was the last hour, though. The first hour was just Dokkan Battle. By the way, I've reached, I've got 15 LRs now. Yay. Oh, my God. Yeah. I have nothing. I suck at this game so bad. Oh, yeah, you have nothing except for every category lead. A lot of the good LRs. <laughs> No, he's missing he's leads. missing two category leads i'm missing two category Ooh. leads i'm a failure man this game sucks which it one's out those? of all of them which one of those gary are you missing um i'm, I'm missing taurus movie bosses category well, you should and have I'm missing... thrown a great ball at him oh my god it's turless and gary. and and i'm missing super saiyan 3 bardock who's the super saiyan 3 leader for whatever reason i bet that i bet that hurts you i bet that hurts you hard because you i mean i don't i don't care about my him. super saiyan 3 team like it's not a big deal but taurus i want taurus i want my brawlies to be sexually active Turles. hey you have your okay basidia don't even get me started <laughs> Fine. And from supporting this, we have Moogle go around everything. She had to my tank. Yeah, go check out. She has something. Vegeta. 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 Anyway, talk about we're doing well. Anyway, back to where we're talking about. What was it we're talking about? The big breakup. Oh, yes. Yeah. From what I heard, Funimation and Crunchyroll are having a divorce. and divorce. <laughs> but won't and somebody the, please and, think of the children? Won't somebody and please think of the birth? We are the children, and um, Crunchyroll is trying to buy us with something, and Funimation is going to be trying to buy our love with something. And then Verve will be sat in the middle crying because they've lost one of the other. <laughs> yeah, this is my nightmare. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so pretty much Sony has acquired Funimation. This happened a while damn ago. Damn you, Sony. I mean, good work, Sony. I mean, damn you, and, Sony. And people... <laughs> People pretty much expected this to happen a lot sooner than it actually did. Uh, but yeah, so Funimation had a deal with Crunchyroll where some of their animes will appear dubbed on Crunchyroll and Crunchyroll's animations will appear uh, subtitled, I guess, on Funimation. Mm-hmm. Now, their service. Uh, but now, obviously, that uh, deal is now off of since Sony has purchased them, which also means uh, you'll still get your Dragon Ball Supers and all that. They just won't be dubbed. Uh, okay. So it's not a big okay. hit for Crunchyroll because they're still going to have all the same animes. They dubbed those at that Funimation. I didn't even know Crunchyroll had dubbed. <laughs> they do. They do. I, I had this conversation with Chris a long time that Sounds I could never right. find dubbed on Crunchyroll, which irritated me. But uh, Yeah, they, they do. And they'll, they have it marked if they have the sub or the dubbed. But yeah, Funimation has been far more reliable as far as like I, I don't know they put the sub versions up for, or, or not the sub but the dub versions up first on like the on like the VRV app like if I do if I go to fun or Funimation I'll know it's the dubbed version whereas if I go to the Crunchyroll usually just the sub so I, I, I 100% right it's <laughs> yeah um, and obviously with this deal uh, falling through now uh, all of the Funimation owned animes will not appear on Verve anymore yeah. starting actually I think it's starting next year. I think it is. I thought it was November 9th. Oh, okay, then year. there you go. November 9th. Um, I, I think. Well, November 9th, you will not get your super. You will not get your fairy tale. You will not get Attack on Titan probably on VRV. So, Aww. yeah, it sucks. But I mean, I can't get this. this is, so, but, yeah, this is kind of this is kind of a move that a lot of people were expecting since Sony bought them, bought Funimation. Um, yeah, VRV Crunchyroll is giving us a, in place of Funimation a different one called I haven't heard of it it's called like high dive or something like that or whatever I I don't know I, I looked briefly at some of the uh, some of the selection on there and they have a lot of the same 
ones here and there. I, I didn't look in depth into if it had subbed or dubbed, but we're getting it. So something at least, at uh, least if you have VRV. But just remember that, um, what's good, uh, I, the Verve is not available outside of North America. So yeah. And, and, and like I said, this is a deal. Uh, this is a thing that if you're a fan of subtitled anime, this really doesn't hurt you. At, uh, especially if you have Crunchyroll. But if you're more of a dub person like I am, for example, uh, Funimation is the place to go for dubbed anime. Uh, pretty much every anime they have on dubbed. Um, but they also have the Japanese uh, subtitled ones as well. But yeah. pretty much, I think like ninety-eight percent of their of all the shows Funimation has are all dubbed. Um, so r- realistically, the only thing Crunchyroll is losing is dubbed those ads. Funimation has already done so. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna go straight into the weekly episodes because we actually have quite a lot of episodes to catch up on. Uh, we've got was it Attack on Titan, Baruto? Uh, wasn't there some more? Or am I lost and confused? Are you doing Fairy Tale? Uh, are we doing Fairy Tale? Uh, no, because they delayed the dub the fairy tale to this monday rather than okay good i can catch up i haven't watched any of the new season yet okay, which so- is what it was supposed to be yeah there okay. are four episodes in on the sub version but the dub version was supposed to start on the 26th but they've pushed it to the 29th so tomorrow will be the first dub so go episode. check out fairy tale on crunchyroll.com the home of anime that is go check them out please sponsor us <laughs> 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 I'll, go, I'll go see funimation also the home of anime please sponsor us hashtag sponsor us Sponsor us. Oh, um, we should also mention that uh, Dragon Ball Z, the father of Go- Bardock, the father of Goku, and Fusion Reborn movies are going to be airing in theaters, select theaters. Uh, and the um, Broly movie. Woo! Yes, and the Broly movie. Yeah. Uh, Which means nowhere near us. The legendary Super Saiyan uh, remastered. Yeah. Um, so it's dubbed better, uh, better animations. They, they've they touched dubbed it up better. a lot. So what they've done is they've hired the green, big group being dubbed to do the whole oh movie. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I, I believe those are starting, I think, on, no, on November 8th, I think it is. I think so, yeah. Which I, I announced this a long time ago, didn't I? Um, which is why I guess that I'm just going to call him Quacker Rock is going to appear in uh, the uh, movie as a fusion. <laughs> you know. Oh, damn. Uh, Quack Jeter. Um, yeah, it does yeah. seem that all the movies that they're replaying in theaters are linked in some way to the Brawley movie well, yeah. coming out. I, I knew that, I, I guessed this as soon as they announced the remasters just you know just before the movie so it's like it's gotta be something to do with it and unless they're bringing back either janemba or hitler of broly's movie it's gotta be <laughs> <laughs> we discussed this last week <laughs> it's gotta oh, be gogeta otherwise hitler's gonna be like the main villain of the broly movie which should just hey be hey it, it could be pycon okay i don't think pycon's in the movie hey oh, yeah, he, he was in fusion reborn oh yeah i forgot he's part of the, his great he's he was in the movie so he could attack a jelly bean for the entire movie no no, no he doesn't attack it he swears at it because oh, yeah, he, he finds out it. that's that was it. Yeah. that's its weakness is to swear at it that that was the his entire thing in the movie it was he had to swear so you can free king yama you know your plot is bad enough when the only thing i remember is hitler and the goat the, the super said janemba fight because janemba was badass yes and i like both fat janemba and super janemba janemba yeah with his tele his teleporting punch abilities and making little <laughs> mini versions of himself that was cool it's basically like, like an intergalactic space boo but still um intergalactic space boo i love this 
so yeah, before we go to the episodes, though, I will like to bring up the um, Naruto to Bruto Shinobi Striker actually got some DLC. Uh, the previous DLC was, um, uh, what was it again? Uh, God damn it, uh, Jiraiya, that was it. Jiraiya was the first DLC, and the new, which allowed you to um, play as Jiraiya. And the this week's deal, this newest DLC is actually the third Hikage. Um, so you can now play as Jiraiya and the third Hikage. If you do not have the season pass, you can actually play as the characters for free anyway. But if you purchase the season pass, then any then you get them as a mentor, and then you can actually learn the moves and get the outfits for your created character. So if you want the chance to you know, teach them to create character, you have to pay money. Otherwise, you can actually take them online to play them for nothing. So yeah, that's an interesting way of doing it. Yeah, I actually like that. Um, the leak list. This is the first game I've heard of where they've actually had a, that that type of mentor system for yeah. a, a creator character. Uh, Xenoverse did it as well, but not like this. You actually still have to pay with Xenoverse. With this, at least you get the characters for free and then you teach them it's pretty cool um, that's really awesome yeah so if you just want to play as the character then don't you don't have to pay anything so uh, from what i heard from the leak the next character is um orochimaru so and he has his snake thrust abilities uh snake clone and his ultimate is actually the uh, resurrection jutsu where he brings back the first and second hakage i'm calling uh Tsunade. it's gonna be after that then yeah uh, but what's i he mean they're, they're, they were going for the other two sunny might as well add uh, all three of them huh oh yeah all of the all the characters have been leaked so far we just don't know the order like madra for all the hakages have been leaked madra obito and the sunny are the dlc characters so we just don't know the order exactly kaguya when yay I, I'm, I'm i'm still stuck on back on snake thrust so i, I... <laughs> gee why are we not surprised Chris? Um, i mean i heard that and i just zoned out and well, klaus makes, said tsunade and it was all over from there what makes it unique about ochimaru's ultimate attack though is it actually disables it for other players that have it so if you use the ultimate attack that summons the first and second Hokage, nobody else in the arena can use that uh, ultimate ability at the same time as you are because nobody else can summon them at the same time because they're already summoned which I think is pretty nifty actually it's pretty cool so yeah you're pretty nifty yay <laughs> <laughs> and I'm calling that Madra's ultimate will be the one that replaces Pain's ultimate because Pain's ultimate is so broken online mm. they've had to nerf it twice and it's still overpowered it's stupid um, it's the you know the um, you know when he summons a meteor yeah he crushes you into a meteor you know when mm-hmm. he's on the nine tails that's the ultimate he uses online and it sucks you in and even if you use a substitution you're still dead well wouldn't uh, Madras be ultimate Tuscanomi oh uh, no as you call it <laughs> no Madras is actually he summons uh, the giant meteor so it's gonna be fun uh, anyway the reason why I said Bruto game is because we should go straight into the Bruto anime because we've got two episodes to catch up we See? do segways for vehicles and this is to continue the chat <laughs> <laughs> We, we don't fuss around with gimmicks and music or anything on here, at least not yet. We just tell you, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing this segue here. You were watching a star wipe. It's like clowns. Would you like to talk Hi. about the, the last episode? Uh, you mean I got to remember all that now? It was so... Uh, fine, I remember most of it. Uh, well, damn, so you guys were so stoked to talk two, about huh? this episode and you don't remember it. No, I'm talking about... Because we missed the week before, remember? It's two episodes. 78 and 79? Is that what you're yeah, talking about? 78, 79. Um, 78 was the one where they tried to take the, uh, the scale. It, it was the final fight with uh, uh, Garaga. Garaga. And they tr- they realized that det- he detected by heat. Um, so... They, yeah, from Naruto's Shadow Clone because it didn't notice it because, of course, a Shadow Clone doesn't produce heat. So they used a sneaky maneuver and uh, had Naruto's Shadow Clone attack... Um the snake, because I can never say his name. Gar- 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 Garaga. Garaga. Um, 
and using distractions like um, Choji's um, transformation jutsu and Shikida's um, shadow uh, paralysis paralysis jutsu and uh, Inochi's um, beast scrolls. They were able to sneak past and try and steal, but Naruto, uh, Baruto, sorry, went into the... um, to, I, I could like to call it the tail beast dimension where they yeah you know, they they you know, did the fist bumps yeah, um, he yeah. somehow got into uh, Agaraga's mind and yeah. uh, he saw uh, some of his past as and yeah. why he's such an asshole and I would be an asshole if that happened to me too yeah I would be yeah. too I mean he he's a, a summon snake yeah. and he was summoned by a ninja from uh, like a, a yeah. sand village or something like that he didn't have any uh, um, no. head protector or any uh, insignia to signify what Should village he was ninja. actually from yes generic asshole ninja number four <laughs> and um so basically they were uh, tasked to protect this uh outpost of this fort uh, from these other attacking ninjas and uh he ends up getting uh basically double crossed by the ninja who summoned him um and yeah he he basically wanted them to infiltrate and and take it over yeah. and because of that uh, um that uh, betrayal he now hates all humans that and the fact that he shot him in the eye with lightning yeah that's that's gonna give you a bad time yeah that'll, yeah. that'll give everybody a bad time you can have a bad time uh, but boruto being boruto decides hey you know what you know you, you we need to get your scale but you know if, if we can if we can't take the scale from you we'll just take all of you you're gonna become uh, my my uh we're gonna get it a summoning pact and yeah. garga's like yeah right you little punk brad i'm not gonna be your um your pet do your pet with you but uh He's like, you, you want to see Mitsuki yeah. kill me, don't you? Well, you see this is your chance. World. A brand new place he ever knew. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they, they decide to make a pact and they go back up to the um, to the old lady. And, and you totally called it. She yeah. was a giant snake. Oh, she was a giant snake. Yes. Yeah. It was again Jutsu where you saw the, there was an old lady when it actually says giant snake behind it. So I'm happy that they kept that canon. Yeah, I yeah. kind of thought they might. So it was kind of cool to see though. Yeah. And so then, she does what she promised even though she was yeah. trying to... Uh, um, get rid of them uh, yeah. she gives them the memories of Mitsuki's snake yeah. and at that point we we see um, Mitsuki save the life of the the uh, uh, guard at the gate yeah. uh, by making his snake only uh, temporarily stop its heart otherwise it was going to get a dagger through its heart to, to finish it off and yeah. uh, and off they go yep. we still don't know why yet at least at this point well we well yeah because the next episode 79 we find out a little bit more yes yes so they're heading towards the uh, um, the, the land of stone yeah um and on the way they, they found out that there's um some joni also searching right now they've gone off from the hidden leaf village yeah. uh, and Nar- our Bor- yeah naruto actually tried to call up the suchikage yeah. uh to let her, her know what was going on to try and get permission to enter the land and she had to deny because well she didn't want to start an international yeah. incident yeah, it was but, understandable. yeah but she does um offer naruto you know the um she says that she if she finds out what's going on she'll sent her uh, ninjas out um, and if she comes across Boruto and Sarada and the others that she will take them into custody and return them and without a major issue so yeah. it sounds yeah. like things are hopefully going to uh, you know be I mean there's not going to be a, a huge incident it sounds like nobody's going to get into major trouble but we'll have to see what happens because we don't re- still don't know what exactly these r- weird bandage wrapped people with their funky looking masked uh, clay dolls are, are really up to those, oh, those piss me off because they just look like hollows from bleach yeah they, mm, they, or the uh, uh the no face guy kind of from uh, um 
they just no they spirited away i guess but they remind me more of hollows especially as you punch you got yeah you crack the masks to destroy them just like how you crack the hollow masks to destroy them it's like oh okay you put my bleach into my baruto you got your baruto in my bleach uh but i i like the theory that they um they're created from zetsu zetsu stuff well, they are created from something, and we and we get that as soon as two of the uh, um, people made it back to the village where they were all from, yeah. and they meet. Um, God, what was his name? Oh, Doctor Generic. Yeah. I forgot his name. Uh, give me a second. I got to bring up. I I didn't prepare. Yeah. I was gonna try and bring up uh, um, a discussion That's thread fine. with names, and I forgot it again. Um, but um, anyway, it's the reason why I like the theory that they've yeah, there's something to do with Zetsu is because Zetsu was very childish, and they mentioned how the drawings looked very childish. So remember, yeah, Zetsu, from that one kid, yeah, the one because Zetsu asked. To, you remember when Zetsu was uh, when Obito was caught by Madra? And Zetsu's like, so "How's pooping like? What does pooping feel like? How do you poop? How does pooping feel like?" Like I don't really remember intrigued. that. Re- no, it was, it was, Zetsu was really intrigued by Bio on how he poops. How do you poop? What does it feel like? Because <laughs> Zetsu's don't poop. So. I think I'm watching the wrong shows. <laughs> yes. I see, see stuff like this, though. How can I make it any more problematic? That's the challenge. <laughs> oh, there, there, you'll find a way. You'll find a way, Chris. Life finds I, a way. I, I always, I'm going to let this one. <laughs> Life, Life finds, a way. finds a way. That's a load of shit. Oh, that is one big pile of shit. <laughs> I think that was one of the first things life figured out because, you know, had to figure out how <laughs> to take in nutrients. Uh, everything, everybody poops but you uh. because you're you're one of 25 percentage of babies that are born without an anus. <laughs> it's an American dad thing, Gary, uh. before you even start. It before is. you even start, Gary. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so, anyway, Bruto, basically, that's most of the episode. I'm just pissed about the bleach copy palette things and i really hope well, it's we not more. all of it yet because we get you know we, we start to learn more oh, yeah, or do you want to just cover the one episode i think i i wish the next we'll, we'll cover this a little bit more yeah actually because yeah. you got to remember we we get to see what's going on in that village and it turns out they're all creations by this doctor is it dr ko or yeah. something like that dr jiro let's call him dr wheelie oh no 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 i know first name papa I know what we can call him, Dr. Dickface. <laughs> Dr. Dickface. No, first name is Papa. Papa Dickface. Papa Wheelie. Come on. Uh, I'll be Papa I, I'm Wheelie. so glad I have nothing to contribute. And <laughs> it, they know that Mitsuki is a creation of Orochimaru. So they want to, they basically want to use Mitsuki to figure out how they can prolong their lives. Yeah, because, because they, gonna... they don't last very long. Yeah. And, and Mitsuki doesn't know this yet. But, uh, you know, there he's ba- he, he could potentially be going into his doom. He, he may not make it out of this if, if, if the, uh, um, the doctor and uh, the rest of that uh, clan get their way. Yeah. But uh, they need to get him up there and they sense that uh, they have pursuers. So yeah. um, one of them, I believe his name is uh, Kokuyo, uh, stops to um, take on these uh, the trackers from the Hidden Leaf Village, and he uses uh, a bunch of really interesting jutsus plus more of these um, or these these other creatures yeah. to basically drag the uh, Hidden Leaf Ninja into the ground with them, and and they're kind of just like I don't know if they're dead or if they're just uh, incapacitated, but he, it, he takes them down very easily. Nice. And then uh, oh, by um, the way, again, I hate that. I know this sounds stupid but in the first naruto series jonins were like 
this super ninjas that are really over, yeah, you know, really powerful. And but in Baruto, they've kind of become fodder. You know, it's just sad. Well, maybe they're not all Jonin. Maybe they are uh, um, just uh, Chunin. Uh, hopefully, who knows? I mean, we don't know exactly what happened between um, the end of Naruto and then when uh, everything happened as far as yeah. replenishing their ranks after the the Great Shinobi War. True. So, but continuing on, we're almost done. Um, it's at that point, uh, Boruto, Sarada, and Shikadai see these explosions happening in front of them. They're they're getting closer, and they see uh, this Kokuro taking on you know the other uh, Leaf uh, ninjas, and they know that Mitsuki is just up ahead, so they have to stop this guy. Yeah. And that's basically where it ends off at that point. So they're getting close to uh, catching up. Yeah. So yeah. That's how Baruto ended this week, and I'm actually looking forward to finding out more next week. Yep, yep. Um, New episode just came out today, so... Yep, I wonder if it's live on Crunchyroll yet. Uh, Crunchyroll.com, the home of anime. Please sponsor us. <laughs> um, so, I guess Attack on Titan now. Who, who's doing I guess so, who? I guess so. Um, Sweet. Marcus, Gary. Sam, be quiet. <laughs> Gary, uh, would you like to uh, start this off? I know you have some interesting thoughts about the recent developments in Attack on Titan. Gary. Bear. Yes, yes. So angry. I, I, I was muted. I didn't realize. <laughs> um, yeah, so Attack on Titan, man. Um, so I caught up to where the English dub is, uh, and it's pretty much at the point where they just defeated uh, the big giant human centipede titan. Um, but, well, I'm going to talk about a little stuff that, that happened before that. Um, so pretty much uh, a lot of questions were answered, which I was very happy about. Um, we found, found out that um, the plan that the scouts had developed to overthrow the government had succeeded, or the monarchy, I should say. Um, they pretty much tricked the the big, you know, heads of uh, of uh, of the government uh, to pretty much show to a lot of the generals that they are putting themselves above the people. And the plan was they set up this ruse where they pretended like Titans, the Colossal Titan and the um, the Armored Titan had broken through the wall and that they're heading their way and they're like killing everybody. And the plan was to see if the government was going to save the people or let them die and try to save themselves. Well, I can and... tell you how that's going to go. <laughs> And they chose to save themselves. And the generals that were there um, pretty much exposed this plan and they, they told them this is why they did this plan to see how they would react. And it was pretty much, uh, what's what's the general's name for the scouts? Um, the blonde guy. Erwin. Erwin, yeah. yes. Is it Erwin? Yep. It's Erwin. Okay, yeah. He he! It was his plan, and it was pretty much a gamble plan. Because if they would have uh, chosen to save the people and led them through the gates into the inner wall, then you know he his plan would have failed. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. would have been executed. P- Pixis, um, the ball general, basically told him, "He's like, um, I didn't, I didn't do this for you. Like, had the had the heads of state passed my test, I would have arrested you and all the scouts." Like, yeah. And so Pixis told him that, and Irwin thought that Pixis was on his side the whole time, and he and he wasn't technically. <laughs> well, he was on the side of humanity. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, so uh, we pretty much found out that the the so-called king that they had was literally a puppet. And the, this entire time, he's just sitting in one position, like pretending to listen, but he was actually asleep the entire time. <laughs> he's just... to eat already? <laughs> yeah, he's like the stupid f- idiot um, that's just there. Um, and the whole so... time we're thinking that he's going to be some like badass final <laughs> boss or something like that. <laughs> yeah, because that's what he looked like when he was sitting yeah. on the throne. He's like, oh, look at me. Um, so yeah, they, they pretty much overthrew through the government in a coup um, and it's now under military rule. Um, um, so that that's that's kind of where we left off there. But at this time, 
we kind of shifted focus to the scouts who found out that, you know, his plan had succeeded and that the scouts were no longer uh, wanted. And they arrested a bunch of um, the city guard and stuff like that, that were, that kind of, that knew what was going on. Um, and it kind of shifts focus to rescuing Aaron and um, Historia. And we cut to, to a scene where Aaron is pretty much chained up in this big giant crystal cave. Mm. And we Chris get, wants to go. That's how I want to go. <laughs> And we find out here a lot of the story detail. And pretty much um, the first king uh, had the power to pretty much control the titan. Kind of like Eren did at the it, end of life. They, they call it the power of the founding titan. So you know how there's an armored titan, colossal titan. Mm -hmm. th th this one is the founding titan for good yeah. reason. And it's something that's kind of pretty much been passed down through the Historia timeline. Um, so they, they pretty much inherit it by killing the person who has it. Like their siblings turn into titans uh they have like some weird injection that they can inject themselves in and instantly be infected with whatever the titan thing is that will allows them to turn into it mm -hmm. um but they turn into a Ritlin, like a mindless titan not, yes not one, like... a mindless titans and that's why they're up for sacrifice because uh when the person uh the person they eat they inherit all their memories and all their abilities that they've had Plus, so <clears throat> yes sorry the other fact being if they are of uh the rice bloodline they also get all of the memories yes which means which, that they, which they don't get you know that's why Aaron doesn't have you know the full power he has the power to control titans but he doesn't have the memories of the first king and and if we need to mention too that with these memories the, the, with these powers they the entire point to this explanation was kind of a why is humanity inside the walls like the we've that we've never figured out we just assume that it's like some uh, you know alternate universe and this happened like in in whatever age they're fucking in and it's a different thing but what what happened like we never know any history beyond like humans have been within these walls for so long and is that the power of the of the first king of the founding titan allows him to control human memories with a scream he can wipe he can wipe it clean so nobody remembers why they're inside the walls except that they're inside the walls and they have to be afraid of the titan and he's and, happened before mm -hmm. yes and he can obviously stop the titans because he has that power to control them but for whatever reason which we are not told everybody who inherits the first king's power refuses to to stop the titans and it's not something we know as to why that is they and say they're bound by the first king's will we know that they completely change when they when they become this kind of titan they like they become kind of heartless um and that's kind of why um historia's father who has who we find out is the one to he wants her to get the power back that Aaron had essentially stolen. And we find out uh, through more flashbacks, um, Aaron's father was part of this inner circle that was, you know, part of this this group of, of the Rice family. And he had betrayed them. And he killed everybody. He turned into a Titan himself. And he killed everybody that was there, including... Uh, Historia's sister. Sister. Who had the power at that time he killed her and he inherited her power which in turn he later after uh the wall and everything that that was in the first season uh he injected um Aaron with, with the syringe that had um this power which Aaron then transformed and ate his dad which and then is, took the power from him and took the power from him so we find out all this information and at this time the scouts have pretty much found out where Aaron is and they've pretty much mounted an offense and in their way are um the the the, the assassin guys the with, with the pistol yeah um, Kenny Kenny, Kenny and his Ackerman. crew 
Yep. And they mount this offense. They kind of start blinding them with smoke and, and explosions and stuff like that to gain Flares. the advantage. That yeah, was an awesome, amazing fight, fight scene. scene. Oh, my God. Uh, that one pulled me in. I was just like, all right, here we go. And I just, holy shit. Like, the animation, the way they set everything up um, in that one, like, the I, I always love in good fight scenes when they let you analyze, like, through their eyes what they're doing and, like, what they're thinking. And that was just glorious because you saw these tactics play out in just real time and, and the counter assault from the from the rebels and, and that it was just ooh so fucking glorious even if you don't like attack on titan you should watch it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, so it, it cool. was it, it was really cool looking, um, and, and the fight was pretty cool. And we saw that uh, what's what's their leader's name? The, uh, the, uh, Kenny. Serial? Yeah, Kenny gets injured uh, badly, and so oh, he, yeah, oh he God, <laughs> he retreats, and then um, a lot of other stuff happens where uh, the 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 gun guys kind of start figuring out how the scouts work, and they kind of gain an advantage, and they retreat, and they put up this big uh, netted wall so that the scouts can't get through the entrance to get to Aaron. Not before and, my beloved Haig was injured. <laughs> yes, Haig was injured again. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously injured once again. Uh, but pretty much we, we go back to Historia and her dad is pretty much telling her you have to re-inherit the power. Uh, it's pretty much like a god's power is what he calls it. And he he wants to inject Historia so she can become a Titan and eat Eren. And at this time, Eren pretty much agrees to it. He's like, he, he essentially season three he's a little bitch the entire time i, I hate his character um so he kind of agrees to it he, he tells her to do it uh and then kenny shows up and he is upset because he thought that he was gonna inherit the power and he found out that he was being lied to the entire time so he essentially sets up this thing where he cuts aaron on his forehead so he can transform into tyan and have historia and aaron fight it out to see who's going to inherit this power and historia pretty much gets irritated and tells her dad that he can pretty much fuck off if he wants this power he can have it himself and, and she gets mad because he never tried to get the power if he like wants it so badly to be in the rice family why hasn't he done it himself mm -hmm. oh. this was a very very important scene because it was in my like you said aaron was being kind of a bitch the whole season and i was just i was getting irritated too like what the fuck is going on and then kind of with this i i feel a lot better because it was aaron having that epiphany and and just being like, look, I, I'm doing this for the good of humanity. And if the good of humanity means that you have to kill me, I would rather it be you. So eat me, Historia. He was basically wanting to go, because Historia wasn't sure at first. And then he was like, do it. Fucking do it. If it'll save humanity, fucking do it. Well, and I mean, it was just, it was such a, a moving scene for me. It's like, okay, that's the Aaron that I know and, and love and respect and have, have watched this series for. So. Really? Because the Aaron I remember and love was the arrogant douchebag who just ran into battle because he just hated the Titans. He wanted to kill oh, them all. Okay, no, I, I, I mean, I mean, no, that's still, I mean, that's still endearing for sure. But, but I like, I like Aaron kind of going through this, uh, uh, this maturity because he was always uh, about like saving humanity. Along, I guess, aside from the murderous in, uh, intent for the Titans that he had going on, but um, he always tried to do what was best for humanity uh, through the whole thing. You know, in his fight with Annie, you know, she, there was a hope there. That was why he was doing it. It wasn't just strictly because he wanted revenge on the Titans. So th this Aaron, I think he's still there, but he's maturing. And that's that's nice to see because that all of that happening and then Historia running up the stairs um, to uh, try and free Aaron. Like, yes, yes. Essentially, 
and everything. It just it's what I wanted for so long. <laughs> yeah, so so Historia gets irritated and she pretty much like flips over her dad and like breaks his back. <laughs> and he's After like knocking the uh, the uh, um the syringe away and breaking it. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and he kind of gets mad and tries to attack her, so she flips him over and he like cracks a hip or something like that. And she runs up the stairs to free Aaron, who's refusing <laughs> to transform. <laughs> Because he's old. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and she starts to try to free Aaron, and you know, um, Kenny's up there, and he's like, "Oh, this is getting real interesting." And throughout this time, um, we see her dad start crawling, and he's kind of like desperate now. So he decides to drink the the juice that was in the syringe that was broken, and he starts to transform into a titan, um, which then allows the scouts to get in because like the cave that they're in starts crumbling because he's turning into this massive titan that's bigger than the colossus titan now um <laughs> that was a hell of a transformation too because you're like you have to watch and be like what the fuck is he transforming into like what is going on because it was it's it wasn't like forever anything, yeah like and it wasn't like anything we've seen yet and that that was some whatever yeah, was in that syringe was ugh. yeah and it's just getting he's just getting bigger but he's given off way too much heat so nothing can get near him to, to even hurt him um and he's constantly given off the heat it's not like he gives it off and then it stops like it's just a constant thing so it's, en it's enough to ignite trees but not enough to burn them apparently yeah <laughs> so eventually the scouts get in and kenny's trying to run for his life because he's seeing what's happening and he's trying to get his team to get out as well because the cave is crumbling and this titan is getting bigger and giving off too much heat so either they're gonna get crushed to death or they're gonna burn alive um so he's trying to get them out and um the the scouts finally get in you know Know, the main player is uh, Le Levi and and uh, uh, Armin and uh, yeah. Sasha. Sasha, of course. <laughs> yeah, so they're, 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 they they pretty much free Aaron and they're kind of trapped now because they have no way out. Giving off too much heat, they can't go around him um, and he's just getting big and essentially things start coming. And then Aaron is still acting like a little girl. He's just like, just transform and eat me and then you can fight him off. <laughs> and... <laughs> He's sitting oh, in the corner, just crying against the wall. He's like, "Oh, yeah. die!" I was like, "Oh my god!" And then everybody, <laughs> and then everybody starts to be brave for him, and it's like, "We'd rather die fighting than just die." And he sweet. sees he sees a bottle of juice, which <laughs> we find out. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. You want and, more juice? The juice is and <laughs> in the most convenient way possible. It's the Armor Titan's juice. So he. <laughs> I give you more armor titan juice. How they got? I don't need to say anything. How they got the armor titan's juice? I have no idea, but they did. And after they get it, freshly he, squeezed. He, he finally gets courage it. enough. He gets courage enough to take it, pretty much break the bottle and drink it. And he transforms and he goes up against the titan, but he doesn't start fighting it. Instead, because he's now inherited the armor titan's powers, he pretty much creates a wall of ice shielding them all it's not ice it's that same crystal that, oh, that they used was to able to walls. use to to shield herself in the first i season. thought it's what you know they used to, to build the walls it, with it yeah. is as well. yeah, that too it's that, it's that particular power that one that annie shows when she crystallizes herself and what they use to apparently to build this ritual site that is whatever it is so now aaron has the 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 power to do this now that same crystallization okay 
So essentially, he he pretty much shields them in his Titan form, and you know the Titan gets up, he's out, um, and there it shows them trying to break him out from the Titan form, which has remained in in its statue form, but they're able to get get Aaron out of the statue. So they find out that this now massive Titan is headed towards one of the cities. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, um, it starts with an S, Sol Solvart or something like that. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> So they, they find Aaron and the scout uh, pretty much crawling out of this cave and they head to the city because the Titan is moving fast, but obviously not fast and faster than the horses. Um, but it's huge. It's got like eight arms and it's just crawling on the ground. It's enormous. No, it's it can't even two. lift its head. <laughs> It's only got two sure arms and two too? legs. Oh, it sure didn't seem that way to me. It's I'm got. It's, <laughs> it looks weird, yeah. But, but, yeah, but anyway, it's <laughs> it, it's coming and it's heading towards us. They started to come come up with a plan and pretty much to stop it because this is a huge thing and obviously it's not like any of the other Titans. This one, they pretty much know they won't be able to stop once they reach the walls. Like it's just gonna prowl right through. And what is ha- what's happening is they come kind of decide to come up with a plan where because they know they can't get close enough to the Titan to pretty much cut through its neck area, which is weakness, back of the head, um, because everything just burns right right next to it. So they come up with a plan, and this is one of the walls that's one of the most safest walls, so they never see any action. So they're pretty much all working with rookies and hardly any real defenses on the wall because they find out that the Titans usually come I think they said from the north, but this time this Titan is coming from the south. And the southern wall, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's north and south. I don't know. It's something, yeah, it's something like, I think, I think, uh, isn't Aaron's basement, it wasn't that the southern wall that was attacked and it's like they never come from the, I don't know, but it is something like that. Well, it's one of those, yeah. And Titans (laughs) never come from the other side, they only come from one direction. So this other side now has this Titan coming at them and it has like the weakest defense. There's nothing, really no defenses at that. So instead of panicking the citizens and forcing them into the wall, um, they decide to keep them there and try to run a drill to prepare them to evacuate if their plan fails. And the reason they are not evacuating the city is because they know the Titans. How they know this, I don't know, but they found out that the Titan heads to where the people are, not well, Because in- it, it wasn't uh, paying them any attention. So they, they were they riding just- alongside it for quite a while, and it didn't even notice I, I, them. Yeah, I think, I think it was more they- the, the Orvid district. Orvid, thank you. I don't know why I thought it started with an S. But, but yeah, they, they, they figured that out. They they, they don't think it's heading for the Orbit District. They think it's heading into, you know, humanity, basically. And the Orbit District is just something that's in its way, is is what, what I yeah. thought that they were getting yeah, to. But, yeah, and, and they essentially said that if they move the people inside, it's going to turn direction and head uh, to a different part of the wall to cut through and get to the people that much faster. Um so that's why they didn't want to evacuate the town. And essentially their plan was to get as many cannon fire on it as, as they possibly can to weaken it as much as they can. Um, hoping that it will pretty much not kill it, but give it enough damage where Eren can transform and pretty much destroy the, the head part. So it won't be able to regenerate, pretty much kill. Uh, because Eren as a Titan, because now he has the armor Titan ability, he'd probably be able to get close enough to it to hurt it. Um, so... You know, eventually it reaches the city and they just start bombarding the hell out of the thing with cannon fire. And I actually really, really enjoy it because you see all the holes that it has on its body from the cannon fire. And it just shows you just how worthless every weapon is against Titans. Um, yeah, they just it just either it doesn't <laughs> matter how much damage you do. It just pretty much heals instantly. And it was, yeah, these things. This is why they're such a problem because <laughs> they're hard to kill. <laughs> 
They're, they're basically giant zombies. What do you do? Yeah, but they also had a backup plan if this plan had failed. And obviously this plan failed. Um, and at this point, everybody in the, in the town starts seeing that there is something heading their way. They see this big giant smoke cloud from the heat that it's giving off um, and from all the shit that's burning in its track. Um, so they're now assuming that there's a Titan and eventually it hits the seeds, big giant arm come across the wall. Um, and essentially their backup plan was they had deducted that because the Titan was crawling on its face, that its face was probably not fully formed. And the plan was for Eren to get close enough to throw a bunch of explosives into its mouth and blow it up that way. Um, and then after that, destroy the the cortex or whatever the thing is that, that kills the Titan. So that was the backup. And once the Titan had reached the wall, that's when we saw that its face and its front body wasn't formed because it's constantly burning up as it's crawling on the ground. So it's kind of... <laughs> It was kind of nasty to look at. The worst, <laughs> the worst kind of road rash you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, its, it's face so is bad. gone. It's like half a skull, yeah. and its intestines and its gut just start spilling out and burning everything in its way <laughs> as it falls. Glorious. Um, it was pretty nasty. And Aaron uh, finally decides that he's gonna become the 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 savior that he's supposed to be and gets a backbone and transforms, grabs these barrels, runs up and throws it into his mouth as he's also starting to burn because he's so close to it. Um, and it succeeds. The, the, the barrels explode, blowing up the Titan. Um, and at that point, all the scouts start flying across, cutting up its little pieces, trying to find the, the weak spot, the neck part. Well, basically where, basically where rice, rice is. is. Yes, where rice is. Jinx, and, you owe me a soda. Uh-uh. And uh, <laughs> some, some stuff I forgot to mention was that uh, they, they talked to his story and they pretty much told her that after this mission, after we stop your father, you pretty much have to become... Well, can, I, can I back up right before, before yes. that? When they're actually riding alongside the Titan, there's a very important conversation that takes place like, <laughs> oh my in God, the wagon. Yeah. <laughs> you, you the conversation... Oh, I didn't want to want to skip it but yeah but but it ties into this what happens next but start there <laughs> okay so in the wagon um you know they're, they're explaining what had happened in the cave and all the secrets and everything that's been revealed and <laughs> god damn it <laughs> <laughs> it was at this time where they mentioned the basement of Aaron's home. The thing that was the big important thing in season one that we never found out anything about. What was so important that was in the basement? Then they're talking about like Aaron still being <laughs> Aaron's still being sulky, right? So, and and he's like saying, "Well, let let Rice eat me, and then and then he we can capture him or something like that." Like he's they're trying to come up with a plan in this wagon and, and like what to do originally, and they. <laughs> They uh they they start you know Aaron's want wants him to eat him and then they, well how about Historia well blah 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 well th- there's no guarantee if we can catch him if he uses the memory wipe then it will have all been for naught so we can't let Lord Rice see you okay so what's the next plan well apparently you know and then they start to figure out well okay so Aaron's not bound by the king's first will and his father did it what he did not to be a dick like Aaron thought or to fuck everything up but he was trying to save humanity Aaron's father was trying to save them and it, I think it's Hague that while she's you know she's lying in the wagon because she's wounded i think she's the one that kind of snaps Aaron out of that that line of thinking um into the more positive one it's like he knew and whatever <clears throat> so whatever your father hid in the basement has got to be that so we have to stop him and then get you Aaron, to what's in the basement so we can figure out how to free humanity from the king's first will now <laughs> yes and then it cuts to one of the other characters. It's I don't... Sasha, I think. Our, our favorite potato-eating girl, isn't oh it? Oh, my God. And she <laughs> literally, word for word, I wrote this down. <laughs> <laughs> 
She said, I totally forgot about the seller. You mean it's actually important now? <laughs> that was, that was right in the camera. Oh, she, no, she didn't look at the camera. If she looked at the camera, that would have been the perfect oh, moment. No. She had to look at the camera. <laughs> and I was like, really? <laughs> so Sasha's Deadpool confirmed? <laughs> I think so. It's actually important now. Three three seasons later, and they're finally bringing the basement back. Uh, I just thought it was hilarious. I almost it died. Was, it was perfect. It was too perfect. <laughs> but then after it's all decided, they're like, okay, that's our plan for now. But let's do what we can right now and figure out what to do with the Titan. And then it's when they get back into the city um, that uh, we, we get your what you were talking about with the story, which is also a very important conversation. Because yes, because, because they tell her that she pretty much can't be a scout anymore. She has to leave the people she has to become queen because the people will not stand for military rule for too long um and because she's the rightful heir she's the only rice member remaining so she has to take the throne and she pretty like everybody uh doesn't want her to um they, they kind of want her to, to to remain a scout but she pretty much agrees to it well basically uh, she had art she had just broken free from you know one fate that was thrust upon her and, yeah. and here they are trying to put another uh, thing on her without her deciding and that's where the, where they were objecting it's like it should be her decision what she wants to do and then she ends up making the decision that yeah I'll do it yeah. <laughs> it was a great moment too because it was what was the guys is it John or Jan John um, that John yeah he tries to speak up and he really can't do it and then Connie of all people is kind of like well well sir Captain Levi sir what what he's trying to say is how can you force another fate yeah exactly what you just said <laughs> Like Connie, like fucking stands up to Levi about it, and Levi's just kind of like, "What? <laughs> like, did you really just do that?" But yeah, yeah, like, and, yeah and she agrees to it on one condition. What is that one condition, Chris? That she uh, be a part of the team to take down her father. Yep. That she, her, if she's gonna be queen, then she's not gonna neglect her duties as a scout and her uh, duties to her friends. Yeah, and and and, and they kind of don't want her to participate in this mission, obviously because it's so dangerous. They don't want her to be killed. Um, but. It, eventually um he agrees to let her in this mission which we don't really hear the conversation uh it kind of happened as aaron was watching them talking um and reminiscing about his own past when he was actually cool and <laughs> <laughs> the shade being thrown here oh. yeah and essentially uh as they as the scouts go out to kind of cut up the pieces of of her dad's titan um they had to do it quickly before he started to regenerate uh and clearly this titan has a fast regeneration because he's crawling on the floor and regenerating just as fast as he's burning through everything and it was essentially historia just randomly appears and she finds the the piece of her father and she's the one who cuts him down uh so she kills him she falls to the ground and like all the citizens there are kind of there watching her and she kind of stands up and she knows now that the mission's over and what she has to do and she pretty much tells them i am historia rice and i am your rightful queen and yeah <laughs> like a badass yeah and pretty much that's kind of where the last the, the episode ended is where she's kind of standing there and she's telling them that i'm your queen now i mean that's as far as i got with the dub that was the last dubbed episode so yeah i, I like following the dub on this on this podcast because attack on titan i think is one of the more popular ones here in america <laughs> and and it's a very good dub too it's not like it's yeah. a bad dub it's very oh, well yeah. done so but it was god it was 
it was just so, it was like a breath of fresh air that they finally pulled it back around to like the main story and finally gave us some fucking ass. So I'm, I was happy. I was ecstatic with all of it. So, <laughs> oh, but I know it was, it was, a, it was a chore to get, to, to get here. I feel I'm exhausted. It was the journey so far. It was a chore. It's a very big chore. And that's kind of where my problem lies mostly is I don't feel like when it's all said and done, when the show finally ends, I don't think we're going to get a very satisfactory. I think it's going to be a very disappointing ending for a lot of people. It's going to be like Mass Effect 3 ending or the ending ending to Lost or something. I don't think they are going to be able to to give the ending that that people want. So this isn't going to be your new favorite Mass Effect? (laughs) (laughs) All I know is... Maybe they'll go with the theory that ga- film theory came up with that the Titans are based on yeast. <laughs> I can't. No, I, I can't. No, <laughs> no like, like that one scene when, when they mentioned the seller again and the way she says it, like to me, the all I got out of it was like, and I know Chris said something else, but to me, it's like they completely forgot about that and fans kept reminding them and they finally realized, oh shit, we should probably bring the seller back because obviously we left something. I'm still calling the film previews <laughs> right in their yeast-powered titans. There's too much, I read in the theory there's too much, too much connected. I My, my only theory is, is that the, the, all of this is actually taking place centuries in the future and not like past times. So like there's some dead civilizations <laughs> out there and they're, they like have supercomputers and laser weapons and well, shit like that. But that's where we're at in oh, there, there was there was one last thing we forgot to mention and it was more at the end of the episode um, we saw kenny who had survived but severely wounded so all his team good. all his team is dead Aww. and he's kind of kind of like up against the wall he's taken off all his armor and all his stuff and that's when the is it levi yep. yeah levi approaches him with another scout they got two two rifles um and he tells the other scout to leave that he can handle it. and he pretty much tells kenny that even if i get you help there nobody can save you because it's too late and kenny kind of just laughs at him and says well there's one way to save me and he has one of the syringes with him with some juice of whatever time that is and um, armor juice <laughs> Um, maybe it's colossal juice. Maybe it's, yeah. Maybe. And, and Kenny <laughs> kind of has these. Juice. Ke- Kenny gets these wide eyes, or not Kenny. Uh, Levi gets these wide eyes because he sees it, and it kind of it just ends right there. So for me, I don't know if he uses that that juice dun, or not. Dun, dun. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Well, you guys have seen. I haven't. Seen can it. can I talk about the yeast theory? Oh my yes, God. please. I want to hear this. <laughs> Only if you use it to make beer or bread. Basically, a unique type of yeast is developed behind the wall of Cena, which you've seen actually in the anime and the manga, um, which is designed to preserve food, um, which people suggest is why you know, Titans preserve the age of their pilots, because yeah, the body's comprised of this yeast. <laughs> and that yeast produces a lot of gas and heat, just like a Titan does when it after it's expanded. And yeast also expands the volume of an object while it expands, but not its mass, hence why Titans are so light, because they've so, got the, 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 the size, but they don't have any mass. So Titans are giant carnivorous yeast colonies. Yeah. Oh. It also explains, oh, why, they, it. explains why they like the sun. The, yeah, photosynthesis. That's why they only come out at night, uh, during the day. <laughs> Here I was hoping for, with all of the, you know, all of the stuff that they show in the in the openings and and closings and and all of that. I was ho- with all this talk of sacrifice. I was hoping for something a bit more magical and demonic, not fucking yeast. I really hope it's not yeast. <laughs> it's just too lame. That that Gary, there's your ending. There's your ending. Right there. There's your unsatisfactory <laughs> ending. <laughs> Fucking yeast. Attack on Titan is just a really bad yeast infection. Yeast infection. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> now that would I, I you know what I changed my mind that would be a hell of a fucking troll by the Attack on Titan staff yeah do it fucking yeah. do it <laughs> yeah guess what they'll never find work again yeah. <laughs> well why would they they've made millions yeah. oh my god alright can we move on from Attack on Titan I'm fucking done with this show <laughs> <laughs> at least for now yes we can move on <sighs> east we can <laughs> Uh, so, what's, I think it's... Uh, anime of the week? Yeah. Van Helsing! Van Helsing! Yeah, that wasn't what it's called, but sure. <laughs> and they called it Hellblade, so... <laughs> That's not what it's called either, but okay. <laughs> I'll take an anime based on Hellblade. That'd be amazing. That would be. Uh, I still All right, that game. me either. You're not the only one, Ben. It's okay. I feel like Tim should talk. Tim, say something. Tim, say words. We miss you. Oh, hi. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Hello, Tim. So, yeah, the anime of the week was Helsing Ultimate. Yes. Yes. That sure was a thing. It was amazing. It sure <laughs> was a thing. Um, I saw it a long time ago. I loved it. I still remember, uh, so that's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got tired of being the only one who's seen it uh, with a group of such high esteemed anime fans, and, and I couldn't chilly. believe that the only <laughs> one who watched it. <laughs> so I recommended it, and I really want to hear your guys' thoughts on it, especially those who saw the original Helsing, just the, the regular Helsing. Um, and obviously, it changes a lot. Much like uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood uh, followed the manga more than the anime, Hosting Ultimate also follows the manga more than follow its own thing. And it's also far like Full Metal. Much better animated, great voice acting, uh, much better storyline and main villain. <laughs> I saw the first Helsing on your recommendation as as well, yeah. which is, was actually what led into, the, I guess, originated our uh, our entire sharing animes and eventually into the whole anime book club idea and all that. So this was this was one of the original ones that you challenged Tim and I to watch. And, and yes. we both made it through Helsing, um, but neither one of us had gotten around to Helsing Ultimate until this week. Yeah. And so, so yeah, the... Uh, well, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you explain the, the story, Gary, because I love you and, and I, want, I want to hear you talk <laughs> about this. <laughs> but, yes. Um, and, so essentially, yeah. the, the the story is about the Helsing organization uh, that is pretty much summoned by the Queen of England and the government to pretty much stop supernatural elements. Ghouls. Um, ghouls are mostly the, the the big thing that they deal with, which is pretty much undead. They're they're pretty much zombies. Um, and their secret weapon is Alucard, who is a vampire and a super super badass vampire. Yeah, it's um, not just any vampire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he, we find out, uh, I don't know how much I want to talk about because I want you guys to talk about it, but uh, and, and ultimately we, fought, we kind of pretty much find out that he was one of the original vampires who ever existed. He's been alive for very, very long and his whole thing is he gets bored easily. So he's constantly wanting to fight something at his level. Unfortunately, because he's so goddamn powerful, there is nothing um, up until we get to what's happening in Ultimate. Um, and essentially at the start, they're, they're sent to, to kind of find out what's going on in church with this priest, um, whose people have his, his, the people that, uh, what are they called? Shepherds? No, not shepherds. His congregate has kind of been disappearing. Um, so he goes there and, uh, one of the other characters, um, I believe Ceres, Ceres Victoria? Yes. Yes. Ceres, she is kind of a regular cop at this time and she pretty much gets captured by this priest who we find out is uh, a ghoul and he's been kind of creating these these zombies and stuff like that and Alucard is dispatched to deal with him and throughout 
this whole mess, she essentially gets infected and she starts to transform. Alucard decides to save her um, by siring her and pretty much turning her into his, I guess, slave, which you, he you, hates. You, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, you kind of you kind of jumped ahead because in, uh, in in Ultimate, ba- the, the priest has her, basically, and he's like groping her and telling her yeah, he's going to violate her. her. Yeah. And, and Alucard, you know, makes his grand entrance and, and just fucking wastes all I of the... I don't think uh, she gets transformed, does she, in Ultimate? Not, not, not... Sure, she no. does. So what happens is the the priest is using her as a human shield, yeah. and he asks her, you know, hey, okay, yeah. cop, yeah, cop yeah, lady, yeah. are you a virgin? And she and she's like, what? It's like, tell me, are you a virgin? He's like, yes, I'm a virgin. And then she blasts a hole yeah. right in her fucking heart, like, well, through her chest yeah. into into the vampire's heart. So the bullet yeah. goes through her, and that and that's when it's they they explained that if you're a virgin and a vampire can sire you, uh, and yeah. you'll become a, a powerful vampire too and so that's and that that's how that works if you're not a virgin or as then you become a human they become ghouls and then that's how the vampire is controlling them um but but yeah that's so we get sarah's uh victoria the adorable vampire yeah. <laughs> yes who's also a sniper she has this massive 50 caliber rifle <laughs> and yeah, because she's, she's now she's now a vampire she has the ability to see much further than regular humans so she can hit targets from miles and miles away now yeah. um, I, I love that scene actually say, I can't shoot him he's too far away and I was like no that's a human flaw <laughs> <laughs> pretend like you have a third eye in the middle of your forehead and aim from that and that then cue 10 minutes of me trying to imagine a, a third eye on my forehead and trying to see things from across the room really close um, <laughs> uh, yeah it was and so Saras is really realizing her power can, can I interject here really quick interject all you want man if you want to take over take over man no 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 (laughs) i just really want to want to this is something that since you mentioned my my first opinion of the difference here between helsing ultimate and helsing is and and it's something that i like they did in in helsing better was kind of sarah's victorious character grows a little bit within the first few episodes where as she joins the helsing organization um they she gets to know some of her comrades and her lieutenant and the main like sar the old guy the sergeant and that and at first she's having trouble accepting her abilities which results in the deaths of one of her commanding officers early on um and and in helsing I just jump into her being a badass vampire already so that's something that i've actually kind of missed that 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 is not in this um in this version so 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 I guess viewer yeah, be warned. I, I think throughout the show we see how she grows, True. especially when she has to defend um, the Helsing building, the the, the home, um, yeah, from from the attack and headquarters. She, yeah, yeah, she gets she gets really fucked up in that encounter there. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. It was just it was just a small thing that I actually kind of missed, but but I yeah. yeah and, and another thing they added to Ultimate was the humor, where yes. they kind of cut to the more chibi style of the characters, and they're like all weird animated and stuff that scene when she wakes up the next morning, checking her fangs out in the mirror and she's all grinning like that i fucking died <laughs> i'm just like ah it's so fucking cute so yeah yeah it was it uh, was uh, i love it <laughs> continue yeah so um essentially yeah so so they kind of join up and then we kind of move on from from the priest it, the, like the first i believe two episodes is kind of the introduction and and like kind of explaining what the helsing organization is and it's pretty much run by um remind me of her name integ oh my god integra helsing but it's like integra something yeah Wolfgang. she has a big long name yeah <laughs> integra fairbrook wingates helsing thank you <laughs> 
Yeah, so the organization is run by her and it's she's inherited it from her family who had been doing this business for the government in secret for a very long time. Um, they're also a very rich family. Uh, they work with all the big political people that, that run the country. Um, so like all the big heads know of these supernatural elements that exist, but they don't want the public to know, obviously because of, you know, panic and all that kind of stuff. I, I rem- I'm reminded of another organization. <laughs> 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 we are the things that go bump in the night. Or, or, those things that go bump in the night, we are the things that bump back. <laughs> Hellboy. That's what yep. we watched, right? Hellboy? Yep. yep. Yeah. Hellboy. <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, you know, in the original Helsing, we had, like, an episode uh, uh, with featuring, like, two teenage vampires that just go on a ramp. Um, and I believe that's still in this one, but it's, like, that's half in of this the one, ep- It's the second they, episode. Yeah, and, they again, they don't go into much detail on the two vampires. Like, like in, the, in Helsing, you really got a lot more information on those two and there was a lot more to like the whole confrontation there this mm-hmm. one it was just like oh there's some like random va- yeah, they, 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 they didn't random dedicate vampires. like a whole thing to them yeah but it, like, like obviously the show starts to pick up when we're reintroduced uh to the valentine brother um, <laughs> and well don't for, don't forget when they get introduced to a certain vatican priest oh yes the yep. vatican priest guy oh, the Batman. Uh, alexander anderson oh him Mind, yeah, he he's I I really love his character. Oh, yeah. I really mm-hmm. do. That was the best. And he yeah he fights Alucard and Alucard loves this battle mm-hmm. because he he finally feels like he has a challenge in this world to fight somebody oh. just as powerful as they're, it. Yeah, so so the Vatican so the Vatican has their own uh, supernatural fighters. Pretty much. yeah, and they uh, they're kind of like the Helsing organization, but they the two organizations hate each other. Um, well, and they're constantly uh, clashing because the Vatican, well, that's Catholic, and Helsing is Protestant. Yep. Yeah. They hate each other because of that. <laughs> they think, you know, it, it's the whole holier than thou. We, we have God on our side. We, we are his holy fighters and you can't interfere because if you work with monsters, then we'll, we'll treat you the same way. Like that's, that's literally what, the, what their stance just is. Uh, so if you work with monsters, you're, you're an insult, but they don't view their creation <laughs> yeah. as a monster in any way. No, he's a holy warrior. Yeah. And he's awesome. He has these badass twin blades and he uses scriptures to, to seal abilities of his enemies, which is really cool. Um, he's and, a really fun character. And man. there's something else about him. Oh, what is it? He is a regenerator, as yeah. Alucard finds yes, out yes, yes, in yes. the first few seconds of their battle. Because Alucard, you know, if, I just love that first meeting when he's just kind of getting excited and they start walking towards each other in the hallway. And mm-hmm. you just like, you're watching, like, oh, they're perfect for each other. Like, this is a match made in, <laughs> in hell. And they're just, they just get so excited. First instance, bam, Alucard fucking shoots him in the head no problem he's like oh man i'm all disappointed and then fucking dude like nice you know nice try nothing personal kid i was only 10 percent of my power or some fucking shit like that and uh strikes back and that's when alucard like realizes oh fuck he's a regenerator and he calls him and then they really like kind of start getting into it and just fucking laying into each other like they're both bullet sponges basically this whole fucking series (laughs) they're both bullet sponges the whole fucking show The best, oh, yeah, the best bullet sponges. Though. Yes, dude, the Alexander is so fucking great. Just, he's always, uh, I love the dub because he's got the, the gruff Scottish accent going on yes. for some reason. <laughs> 
that and he's just it's it's like groundskeeper willie just like got super powered it, oh it was great but yeah i love the voice the the, the dub is fantastic i, I gotta yeah, say right. like, and and they did bring back pretty much all the voice actors from from the first helsing the the original helsing okay. which I, I i wasn't sure because i watched the original helsing and in, in the sub version oh man yeah no 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 they brought everybody and i love the the english voice actor it's the perfect cast he did a phenomenal job mm-hmm. but yeah so so the valentine brothers um if they we find out are in this one they're working for somebody else and we discovered this later on in the show but they uh, pretty much have this small army of their own and they launch an assault on the helsing organization <laughs> which John valentine is my spirit animal <laughs> Yeah, and, and one of them is like the cool, <laughs> cal- calculated, smart one, and the other one is just the fucking psychopath. Oh, who looks like a who looks like a street punk. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll have mercy on you. We'll just take your heads off and skull fuck you before we eat you. Just like I'm just like yes, dude. He's the most depraved shit he's saying the whole fucking time. He's killing everybody. Yeah, and just just oh my god, his, his animations too. Like he has the off the wall kind of like bouncing around. Like hey, everybody, get ready. I'll show for you tonight. it's over the top and i love it oh my god that that was just such a that was another thing like his performance in in this as opposed to the first one was so so much cooler oh anyways yeah yeah, Uh, but but yeah the the assault on the helsing organization um they you know the helsing organization has a lot of members uh they're mostly humans and obviously they become kind of overpowered by by these ghoul army that that um and Integra is kind of walked safe in 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 her I guess office room with a bunch of the other delegates there uh from from the government it's and the they're obviously yeah they're they're obviously super afraid uh but she's not because she knows that she has Alucard <laughs> but Alucard refuses to listen to her. <laughs> He's particularly waiting for um, Luke. One of the, Luke, Luke Valentine to come to him because he feels that he will pose a challenge to him. Um, but there's another reason she's not worried because Alucard's being a dick and wants to go do his own thing. She has Sarah's Victoria and we learn a bit more about her, our friendly butler. Uh, yes. <laughs> Walter C. Dornes. Walter, the angel of death. <laughs> Dude, dude was so killer. I I loved him in in Helsing, and I loved him in this one too. It was just yeah, and and he uses uh, pretty much wires to kill everything. Um, he's a fucking badass. He used to be a super badass, and obviously he still is, but he's kind of retired now. Um, so he, she's he, not worried, even though they're pretty much losing members by the hundreds. <laughs> In this yeah. assault, she's essentially not worried. She has three badasses that can help. Um, and I, I love this episode because it's just this nonstop action. Um, yes, of just the, blood violence. And... The the scenes with Luke when he's walking through the halls, <clears throat> I love how they animated that because all you see is a little kind of blue flash of light, and then. It, it was trippy. I, I had to go back and rewatch it a couple times because they do this whole really fast motion and then really slow motion. Kind of, it reminded me of old school, like heavy, like heavy metal and uh, MTV liquid television stuff. Like you see the blade, like just, it, it just like freezes in time really quick. And the blade is like going through the back of the guy's skull and like the skin is starting to wrap around it. It was just such a detailed like animation. And then it goes really fast again. And like their, their bodies just fall apart and blood splatters everywhere. Like the way, that they animated this episode dude blew me away i i gotta say it was just fucking amazing and then 
But of course, the next fight that comes up too with with Luke down uh, with Alucard was. Jesus. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, so it, it, I actually really enjoyed that fight up yes. until Luke thinks he's good, and Alucard decides to show him a little bit of his true power. <laughs> And and it's pretty much like freaking Goku going straight to Super Saiyan Blue right off the bat. And he, <laughs> against Raditz. <laughs> yeah, against the Raditz. <laughs> and Luke is all terrified and everything. And Alucard is just pissed off because he thought he had a challenge. And now he's pissed that this dude is super weak and he hates uh, Again, <laughs> Alucard was a bullet sponge. Luke even basically said so. He's like, huh. he, he must be wearing down now. He's just, he's not even trying to dodge these bullets. Like, he's taking everything and like th- this was fucking cool like Alucard's body is basically just exploding and all these like regenerating bloody pieces and he's not even looking at Luke he's just like his head's like cocked to the side and he's like blood coming out from the bullet of the bullet hole in his forehead his eyes are bleeding and he's got this big ass grin on his face and he's just like firing blindly while taking all of these bullets and Luke thinks that he's winning <laughs> and then Alucard's like yes this is awesome all right and he does the uh, the control seal release which we didn't see up until this point like we did in the in the first episode of the original Helsing, uh, which I was waiting for, um, th- th- that's how he does it. He he has to uh, like I don't I don't know how it works in his head, but if he can just do whatever he wants, but he has to release his no, control seals. He he has to get permission from Victoria in order to do it. Did did she, did she get did she give him permission to do it? I didn't. Uh, th- like I, I swear I've far, never heard it. Happen. As far as I remember, <laughs> she she has to give him because he has to ask for permission to do it, and the reason for that is because he's so powerful. Um, he his power will consume him, and he'll pretty much go on a rampage. And these precautions are in place to keep him from doing that. Okay, I, I just didn't, I just didn't remember like her getting or him getting any verbal confirmation from her because he was not responding to her in that I episode. Guess it you was know what because I mean? Because the um, thing was under attack. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe that he he gave himself Emergency authorization. Protocols. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah, it's, and, it's just one of those things I've always wondered about. Like he he can release them himself, which okay, yeah, yeah it's probably just. Oh, it's to show it off, to be honest. Hey, yeah. Convenient. yeah there, there are some stages of it where he has to get from Victoria. To- yeah. Plus it was like the, I think it was like the lowest form anyway, because it really didn't do much, you know. Yeah, I think I think he has uh, the right to go up to three, yeah. but four and five is where he has to get permission. Because that was but form I'm zero, not, wasn't it? No, it, actually, it goes the other way. Form three is the weakest, and form zero is the strongest. Okay, okay. nice. My bad then. No, no, it's great. This is this is why we do this. So we learn. I love it. <laughs> learn it is power. The more you know. Yes, and then um. So I'll, uh, so he, I, I love when, like, the part you were just talking about when he basically is just like, oh, I'm disappointed now, and then he just fucking eats him. He released it all the mouth. He reminded me of um, one of the characters from uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood with all the yeah. fucking mouths and eyes and shit that come out and just fucking eat him up. And it's then so um, creepy, but cool. it was so cool looking. The animation, again, was just top notch. I loved watching this. <laughs> I digress. Gary, <laughs> <Carrie>, please continue. <laughs> No, you're fine. But but yeah, no, he he destroys him, and then um, obviously they they kind of start taking back the uh, the the organization's home, the, their their base, pretty much. And I believe yeah. it's Walter kills the other brother. Uh, no, what happens? What happens? Walter Walter does his cool thing, and then Jan snaps his fingers and calls out his his armored shield guys, and then Walter calls out Saris, and she's and earlier on, remember they introduced they had a little part where he gave him Alucard's new weapon, and which was again really cool. He went into like. 37 kilos, 14.6 millimeter barrel, like all the details 
on it. Alucard's like, oh yes, this is perfection. And then he's standing there with Saris's gun, and it's like taller than him. <laughs> and he's like going to anti-tank cannon and with flame with flame rounds and explosive. <laughs> well, and, and she's just like, what? Are you kidding me? But again, she's a vampire, and she can wield this thing like it's no problem. So she blasts these things, and these are anti-tank rounds, and they just obliterate uh, the rest of Yon's army. Um, Yon dashes for the uh, round table room. He opens it up, and they're all sitting there with their guns out, and they just lay into him. Just ri completely riddle him with bullets to the point that he's uh, pretty much incapacitated because he can't heal at all. So he's still alive, and they finally have taken back the base. Um, there's a scene where uh, Integra um, asks Saris to kill uh, the remaining ghouls, and then they're, the, one of the roundtable guys is like, no, you have to do it. Um, but, but before that, I think they corner Jan, and he starts telling him about the microchip that's in his neck that was bit, that's been implanted in there by this organization, and they try to grill him, and he's like, the microchip's in there. They know that what's going on right now. They know that, that you fuckers have beat me, and that if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk, you think they're going to let me live? fuck now. And then he bursts into blue flames and his final words as kind of a fuck you to everybody and everything, he flips him off and he says, beware the millennium. And then he turns to Ash. And it was fucking awesome. <laughs> Such a great send-off for that character. I'm sorry. You, this episode was so perfect for that. It was my favorite one, honestly. Uh, but, and that's only yeah. the second episode. And it, yeah, and it was only the second episode. <sighs> Alright, I'm calm. Please continue. <laughs> I, I'm getting all, I get all worked up about this. Ooh, no, I, no, I but, but I, 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 I'm foggy about what the next episode is but essentially we find out what this organization is Nazis! Nazis! Nazis. I did not see that coming <laughs> <laughs> Nazis who have been building a massive, massive army since World War II, um, all for the Fuhrer, who is not around anymore. <laughs> it's Wolfenstein. <laughs> it's Wolfenstein. Um, yeah, Nazis. And essentially, their plan has finally come to fruition. And they essentially pretty much attack London. Yeah. <laughs> And what was that? I think we all said yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, they're, they're still using blimps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't blimps. have a good Nazi battle without a blimp. Come on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> With the main no. one being named Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> And that, it's number two. I can't book. remember the scientist's name, but he, the Nazi with the really bad German accent. <laughs> they they oh all had God. a bad German accent. <laughs> <laughs> made me so happy. They were so badly dubbed. It was great. <laughs> yeah, but but they essentially have their own superpowered vampires with their own crazy abilities, kind of like you know Walter and Integra and or not a uh, Ceres, sorry, and mm -hmm. um and Owlcard. Um, and they're pretty much invading London at this point. They're killing everybody. They're turning everybody into. London is becoming the zombie apocalypse. Um, and at this moment, um, Integra is on her way. I believe she's on her way home, isn't she? I think so. Uh, she was yeah. at a, a round table meeting. Yeah, yeah she's at a round table meeting. When, she when head back to the uh, the headquarters. Oh yeah, so yeah, the city is under attack, and Walter is with her. Um, and, and she has to head back. Um, Ceres is still at the mansion. Uh, when the mansion gets attacked as well by uh, one thing that we forgot to mention when we jumped into this is the only survivors from the initial attack in episode two were Walter, Integra, Ceres, and uh, Alucard. Alucard. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, those four. Much. They had nobody else. Yes, there were so, like ten other they... people that survived, but they were all on holiday that attack or yeah. something like that. Yeah, so they basically. 
exactly. they had to hire mercenaries, yep. if yeah. I'm right. Yes. yes. So they hired mercenaries, and they know that this crazy assault is coming at the mansion. So they kind of booby trap it with mines and shit like that, um, which kind of keeps the enemy at bay for. Um, now remind me what is happening with Alucard because I'm fuzzy. Alucard and... is on an aircraft carrier. Yeah, he's on that. He's on that. Uh, well, he's um, not on the blimp yet. But the uh, a... <clears throat> the um, the Millennium, the the, the Nazis, they, they take over this British aircraft carrier um, with uh, a, a few ghouls and one of the vampires, Rip Van Winkle, of all people. <laughs> And uh, they, they they basically take that over and they just kind of are sitting out there saying, hey, come get us, come get us. And because I think there's some armament on this that they're concerned about. But there's a reason why that, that they decide to send Alucard out there to uh, take it out. Well, okay. they, oh, that's right. They initially tried sending um, missiles and uh, fighter jets after it. But uh, Rip Van Winkle has this special ability where he has the magic or she has the magic bullet and can take things out from a great distance. Mm. So nobody could get to it. And even when uh, um, the only thing that they could figure out they could get there is and there's only a few of them in the world at this time an SR-71 because it can fly high enough and fast enough to, to hopefully catch them by surprise and give Alucard enough time to uh, to get there. And they do get they they do spot him. They do start attacking him. But Alucard's just going full on Alucard, and basically his uh, um, powers have taken over the Blackbird, and uh, he crashes it directly into the uh, the, the 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 top of this uh, aircraft carrier. And uh, basically, he ends up taking over. Um, has a really awesome fight with Rip Van Winkle, and uh, ends up uh, absorbing their powers as well. And but the problem is the, the ship is kind of effed up, and vampires can't swim. Yeah, and he's <laughs> essentially stuck. And for the majority of the anime at this point, he's out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he can't do anything. So they're up to fend for themselves. Um, Can I just mention this was also a big, big deviation from the original uh, oh, yeah, Hellsinger. There's no I, Nazis I like in, in, in the original. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, and I, again, this huge, huge improvement overall um, to like this particular portion where London is starting to get attacked, but not for <laughs> the same reasons. They, they, both of them diverge like completely at this point. <laughs> so it's pretty much all I don't think there's anything after this point that's even close to the original Helsing is there Gary no no well, yeah, after the Valentine Brothers assault it's completely yeah I mean they still have the, the London assault with the with the Queen but that's like a different thing altogether because it's a different main villain from Helsing yeah. so we can stop talking about the original Helsing now <laughs> or at least I'll shut up about it but uh, yeah no, yeah, London is infested with uh, zombies everywhere and they're, they're, uh, the, the Vatican is the interesting concept here because the Vatican refuses to help because yeah. it's not the Vatican is not under assault and a lot of their members decide including um, I, what's his name again? Which are you guy? talking about the father or are you talking about the uh, um, uh, fa- the father Alexander of, or of, uh, um, uh, the head of I, section 13? I, I think it's the head of section 13. Is uh, Maxwell? Yes. Yeah, Bishop Maxwell. The, uh, I'm trying to remember how it went down. You guys are more, have better memory of it. Than Basically I what ends up happening <clears throat> all of these uh, um, uh, various legions of the um, the, the Roman um, the, the the Catholic Church they still have crusaders and they all are called to the the shores of France along along with um, the head of Section Thirteen Maxwell who they are um they basically all say that Maxwell you're now promoted from bishop to archbishop and you are in charge of this entire mobile um, crusade and if you want to go you know take out you know England we're behind you so that's what they do. <laughs> 
Yeah, so so, so England is pretty much under assault from both ends, but it also works in, in in England's favor pretty much because the Nazis are fighting against the Vatican soldiers now. Yeah. That's what that's how England likes it. <laughs> So that's... so essentially they're they're killing a lot of the ghouls on there. I feel like um, we should wrap it up around here. And maybe around complete here. it next week or yeah. yeah. I mean there's a lot of shit that happens in the last few episodes here. Well, so. we I, I we... would be I would be completely okay with with carrying over a part two with this because I I think Helsing is definitely worth it. I mean the the plot and... with this is is it's very in depth and it you know we're we're barely scratching the surface yeah. right now with this. Yeah, and, and I I really do want you and and Chili Chris to finish it because. The, the fight at the end is very interesting and it's because of who is involved in that fight um tim i, I know you finished it you've been really quiet what are what are your thoughts on Ult? don't talk about the ending though because well that's the part i want to talk about so i guess i'll just save it until next week <laughs> yeah because you guys pretty much have covered everything and we yeah i, th- I um, think a spoiler cast next week would be perfect for this yeah, yeah. So tune in to next week's episode of the unchained problematic sticker podcast where we wrap up housing do we have another Ultimate. weekly anime i think this will probably take up a lot of that so all right okay so yeah we'll just keep this as part two for next week i think cool okay i'm just gonna watch jojo's this week then <laughs> yay uh, so how can they contact you gary and if you got any shout outs or not i guess i, I think gary had to go okay uh, gary is your microphone muted no it says he's gotta go hmm. klaus you've got shout outs yeah actually i want to plug um we got something going on this coming saturday uh, November 3rd. Um, the podcast that I do, Phoenix on Radio, we are going to be doing Extra Life for the second year in a row now. And Games Day is this coming November 3rd. And we invite all of you to join us live at twitch.tv slash Phoenix on Radio from 8 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, no, 8 a.m. Central Time. I'm so used to saying everything in Pacific and Eastern Time, but from 8 a.m. Central on Saturday, till 8 a.m. Central on Sunday. We're going to stream for 24 plus hours playing video games, trying to raise funds for uh, the Children's Miracle Network hospitals. So um, we invite you to join us and help us raise money for the kids. Um, aside from that, um, shout out to all of you guys. Thanks again for having me on. Shout out to everybody listening out on the podcast. And uh, if you want to check me out, you can uh, tweet at me at PHXDN underscore K-L-A-U-S-S. That's Klaus with two S's. Okay, uh, Chris. Uh, just want to say an awesome shout out to you guys. I love all of you. It's been awesome again. Klaus, great to hear your sexy voice again. I've Yay. missed you. Tim, <laughs> same to you. Great to hear your sexy voice again. I've missed you. I miss talking anime with you guys. Not that I don't love Chili and Gary here, but you know, it's kind of old. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> shout out to Chili and to Chili and of course Gary for always putting up with all my shit. I love you guys so much. Um, friends, family, fans of the show, um, Alphonse, wherever you are, love you, man. Hope you're doing well. And uh, whoever I may have forgotten, if you want to reach me at Twitter, it's at Devangel, D-E-V-A-N-G-I-E-L. Um, Tim. Uh, everyone can reach me if they like uh, at Timberelli and basically any service. Just Timberelli. Um, shout outs to everybody for listening. You guys, um, your conversations. Um, Fonzie for being Fonzie just because he's bomb. Um, yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. Um, Gary, shout out to Alfonso and Chris because Chris is his best mate. Shout out for Chris from Gary because obviously Gary said these. Wink, wink. Shout out Not to much. his favorite game, Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> nailed it <laughs> um, 
And what's that, Gary? You want to give me your account on Dokkan Battle? Okay. Anyway, shout out to every. Anyway, I, I would like to do my. I'd like to do my. Um, uh, on the Friday during Fan Fest, uh, Limit Break Radio is doing an after party at the. Um, I think it's the Luxor Hotel. The Luxor Hotel at the yes, Esports East, Arena. Esports Arena. Uh, from 8 p.m. till midnight. Uh, $60 to get into the arena uh, for the. All you can drink, I guess, is the term. I don't know. I don't drink. Yeah, open bar. Open bar. Um, so if you want to um, meet the content, the amazing content creators such as Sarah from Phoenix Down Radio, Flatters and Shinta from Maelstrom Radio, RV and Pete from She Hills I Tank, Fusion X from Aether Right Radio, um, Effers Asher, Mr. Happy, and of course the Limit Break Radio crew, because otherwise did be a bit weird to call it the limit break radio after party if they're not there um you can go there for 60 dollars for all you can drink or if you do not drink there's also a 35 dollar ticket um remember that the tickets on sale until november 4th um so you've got until then to buy your tickets uh, yep. there'll be no go to, t- yeah there's gonna be no at the door sales uh, go to limitbreakradio.com for all the information yeah. um also make sure if you're a fan of street fire or just want to yeah have a laugh uh contact dancing fire on, on twitter um she's doing a street fire 5 tournament during the after party um, so yeah there's going to be some Final Fantasy 14 merchandise to win including a super secret grand prize Ooh. that Chili's totally going to win no because I, I suck at Street Fighter but but hashtag Chili hacks <laughs> uh, so yeah go check that uh, go check out the Limit Break Red After Party and also check out Dancing Fire also give her a follow you might as well uh, she's an awesome person um, I'd like to shout out to Motion Radio twitch.tv slash Radio and twitch.tv slash she hills I tank uh, this weekend well last night well a couple of nights ago by the time this went live um, they did a Halloween themed party that was a lot of fun um, Maelstrom Radio is not stri- uh, do- recording any podcasts for a few weeks but they'll still be streaming at Maelstrom Radio um, so apart from that yeah oh go, go, yeah, go check out twitch.tv slash phoenix down radio um, oh and c- thank you to everyone who has downloaded the podcast we've reached 2.5 million downloads now so yeah if you want to hear the competition wait two days because I celebrate it again in two more days which I've already recorded in the past it's very confusing um, so I'm Damn not going to have future it- man I'm not going to end with any bring big green dubs because I want to do like a big special of it so I'm just going to go with no don't do it Krillin Krillin he's too powerful until next time go get those wishing orbs bye